0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Still Standing Live with Valerie Silvera. It's so great to spend some time with you, and I really appreciate your support of this podcast and you subscribing and sharing it with your friends. We all need more inspiration and encouragement. We all need empowerment so that we can live happier, more hopeful, peaceful And purposeful lives. So, I really appreciate you sharing and spreading the message about this podcast. And I'm always open to hear from you about topics that would help you in your life. So, today's topic, I thought it was pretty important to talk about this, considering that Christmas is in a couple of days. I wanted to talk about fear of missing out. I'm sure I've mentioned this before in a past podcast, but I had no idea what the heck this was until one of my nieces a couple of years ago mentioned to me that she had FOMO and I said, FOMO, what the heck's FOMO? Fear of missing out, that's the acronym, right? And I said, well, what's the, I don't really care if I miss out or something to that effect and we started cracking up about you know different acronyms I could use because I'm really not like that. I don't really have that need to attend everything or be involved in everything or um, I don't really, if I miss out, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Uh, I mean, heck. If I'm not there, it can't be that much fun, right? No, okay, just kidding. <laughs> but I really don't have that. But I understand how people raised in the information age would absolutely have that. I think back and, and wonder if if we had had social media back when I was a teenager or a young person, if that would have changed everything, I imagine. So uh, my other niece comes over and says, oh yeah, I've got FOMO too. And the third one comes over. And I mean, by before I knew it, I was left out. I was the only one sitting there without FOMO. But once again, I lived in Washington State, and I lived in an area called Richmond Beach. At least that's what it was called at the time. And we had this 7-Eleven that was at the top of the hill, this road that went all the way down to the beach. And... We would literally, on Friday nights, Saturday nights, whatever, we would go stop at the 7-Eleven because somebody was always stopped there. It was the meeting place. It was a place where you could go and find out what was going on. Because I know you younger people have heard your parents say this before, but it's true. The phone at home was connected to the wall. There was no such thing as a car phone or a cell phone or anything like that. So not only did we have to talk on the phone at home, but we typically only had one phone in the house. Perhaps you had two, maybe. I mean, you know, maybe the wealthy people had two. We had one and it was attached to the wall. So your conversations were pretty darn short. Actually, you know, it was really cool. I think I was 17 years old and my mom gave me for my birthday. She gave me my own phone line, not my own phone. Are you getting this? Hey, you people my age, you know what I'm talking about. It was my own phone. I could actually talk on my own phone in my own bedroom. What a cool gift. I'm going to go thank my mom again for that. That was super cool. But anyway, so, but even so, if once you left your house, that was it. There was no more communication. You didn't have another tool. You just had to hope you ran into people or you had to stop at a payphone. Yeah, we had payphones back then too, and it cost a quarter. <laughs> so, anyway, so, but had we had this social media and, you know, these basically computers that you walk around and call a phone, if we had had all of that, I have a feeling I might've had FOMO. So I, I do understand that and I'm kind of making fun of it, but I get it, right? But I, I do think it is important for, and, and by the way, even people my age, a lot of them have FOMO. So don't get me wrong, you younger people. It's not just the information age or the millennials or whomever that have you know, come, come to this point. A lot of people, and especially women, they don't know how to say no. They don't want to miss out on anything. Or sometimes, you know, there's a little bit of a lack of self-worth. So you feel like, gee, if I miss out, then, you know, they might not like me as much. I mean, some of that stuff follows us around even from childhood. So there are a lot of different reasons that you could end up with this fear of missing out. Hey, I think it's really great to be involved in life, to go out and do things. And, and you know, for the record, I got pretty bad at that. When I was riding my roller coaster from hell, I was so depressed and sad. And if it weren't for Rich, I I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. I'm serious. I I would have just stayed at home and become a hermit. And so I'm just learning now to get back out there and, and to do things and to want to do them. Because there's a big difference. I was going out doing stuff, but I really didn't want to. So I had kind of the opposite of FOMO. And, oh, this is funny my niece Katie sent me oh gosh this is so funny Katie if you're watching what listening to this excuse me if you're listening to this you're going to really appreciate this so Katie sent me the other day she sent me a uh, little meme and um, she didn't it's really funny she didn't say anything with it she just sent it over and it cracked me up it's called Jomo J-O-M-O it says joy of missing out feeling content with staying in and disconnecting as a form of self-care I like that because when I was trying to not be involved in life, it was because I was depressed. I like Jomo. Katie, thank you for sharing that with me. So here's the the challenge or I I really want to say the problem. The problem with your need to be involved in everything and not miss out on things is that you're going to run yourself ragged. Okay. I mean, you just can't do that. You cannot be everywhere. You can't be all things to all people. You have to learn a super important word. Here, you might need to write it down. Get a pen out, get a paper out. I'll wait a second. Okay. Ready? Write it down. No. (laughs) That's the magic word. It's okay to say no. And so I really love this thing that Katie sent me because they call it JOMO. So it wasn't, you know, how I made the joke with my nieces and said, you know, basically what's the, I don't give a, you know, what acronym because I really don't care. That's completely different than this very positive JOMO, which is the joy of missing out because it's feeling content with staying in and disconnecting as a form of self care. Love it. And sometimes you should do that. And that's why I decided to talk about this subject right before Christmas because, I mean, I should have done it earlier because the holiday season is so chaotic for a lot of people and there are a lot of expectations. And, you know, sometimes you need to disconnect. And even if it's in the middle of the holiday season, don't run around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to be everywhere, not missing out on anything. You know, and it's not just that, you wind up exhausted and tired and it could impact your health in, in the present, you know, that you could end up sick or something like that. Just long-term, how can that be healthy? When we're running around trying to do too many things, I really wonder how present we are. And I'd like you to think about that. How present are you? Are you really, you know, in the moment, in, in the things that you're doing? Or are you thinking about the next thing? Are you checking social media to see who's doing what and what you're missing out on? And, oh, I've got to leave in five minutes to get to the next thing. So we were talking in one of my Facebook groups. By the way, feel free to join that. It's called The Nine Actions, and we will be doing a whole lot more. I've got a book that I'm working on right now. And all sorts of things with these nine actions that can really change your life. And it's it's simply called at this point, the nine actions. But join that because every Monday I do a Facebook live and talk about different topics. And, and I will be having different people on there to chit chat with me. And, and so we were talking the other day with my friend Jimmy. And it was funny because we were actually going to do the entire Facebook live about this. But then we started talking about some other things prior, and when we got onto the Facebook Live, I kind of switched it up on him. So he he just kind of touched on it, but it's a really important topic, so we might do a whole Facebook Live on that. But he was talking about – in fact, I'll do a podcast on this as well. He was talking about – the fact that we really don't have the ability to multitask like we think we do. And somebody else posted something about uh, you know the latest neuro research on that fact too, that we really don't multitask, we think we do. I don't know. I think I multitask pretty dang well. Honestly, I really do. I'm awesome at multitasking. <laughs> but you know what? It exhausts your brain and it doesn't allow you to be super present in what you're doing. So, you know, if you're at work, and you've got your phone out, and you've got it, you know, the tone set where it bings every time there's a social media post or something like that, are you really giving your all to your employer? Or if it's your business, are you giving your all to your business? I want you to really think about that. It's really not right. We didn't have that opportunity back in the day. And trust me, once again, had we, I'm sure I would have had my phone sitting out too. But back in the day, we had, they, somebody had to call through the switchboard. They had to call into a main number at your work. And so they were able to really monitor when you were taking personal phone calls. And many places, you are not allowed to take personal phone calls unless you were on a break. And so now I really wonder what the productivity is of people because I've talked to actually, by the way, I've talked to some of my nieces and nephews about this, You know, the whole idea of the notion that productivity can't be great if you've got this social media binging in your ear and popping up every two seconds, they insist that it is and it's a different age and everything. But I really don't think we are as good at multitasking as we think. And once again, I'm not being critical. I'm just saying it like it is because I really, until Jimmy kind of hit me with that, I thought, I'm a great multitasker. But when people hit me with truth bombs and and that kind of stuff, wisdom, I like to think about it. I like to think, do they have a point Hmm, does that apply to me? Let me think about this. So I did just that, and I thought about it, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try to stop multitasking or attempting to multitask so much. So this really fits in well with this discussion today. The fear of missing out, the running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to be involved in everything. And this is not just... Attending events and going to events. Another way that that we do that is if you belong uh, to certain social media groups or even you follow pages or you have friends that you follow on social media or are connected with, often people feel the need to comment on everything or like everything. The chances are, my friends, nobody is looking and paying attention to whether or not you're liking their stuff, following their stuff, commenting on their stuff. If they are, they probably need to listen to my podcast. (laughs) I mean, seriously. That's not a good use of time. It's not necessary. If you have a business, you have a message, you have a following, that might be different. You know, you need to respond because you need to keep things going in your social media platform. That's completely different. I'm really more talking about in your personal life. If you feel that need to be involved in everything because you're worried about what someone will think of you or you're concerned that if you're not there, they might like the other people more because they saw them more than they saw you. Try to use my philosophy. I just assume that my friends love me, like me, and that we're still friends no matter how often we see each other. I really do. I don't know. Am I being naive? I just assume if nothing negative has happened, why would that change? I still love my friends who live in Baltimore. I guess it's Frederick, but that's okay. My friends that live in Maryland. I still love my friends who live in Seattle. I love my friends and family who live in Arizona. I love my friends that live near me in this you know close to me but we haven't seen each other for months i still love them the same and you know what when we get together it's as if we have seen each other all the time that's the way i assume that friendships are supposed to be so i don't worry about it if i hear that one of my friends went out with somebody else and we weren't invited i think no big deal You can't invite everybody. I really don't let it bother me. I know it probably does bother some of you more, but you really need to work on that. Your self-worth is not determined by how many times people invite you to things. Your self-worth is not determined by how often you are attending something. Your self-worth should not be determined by how many people like your Facebook post or your Instagram photo. Don't do that to yourself. You do not have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off to prove anything to anybody because guess what? It doesn't. So consider moving away from FOMO. And you know, some of you might be like me where you really don't have that. But I know some of you might not have FOMO. You don't have fear of missing out but you're missing out for a whole different reason. You are missing out because life has whacked you upside the head with a two by four and you're all depressed and bummed out. So you're kind of just staying out of life. Don't do that. I did that too. It's not healthy to live in a cave. It's not healthy to live in depression and stay out of the world as it's passing you by, but I don't think it's healthy either to live with FOMO. So if you feel like stepping out, of your FOMO mode, or if you're somebody that's been missing out on life, only step out of it. If you're going to have JOMO, as my beautiful Katie sent me earlier, joy of missing out. It's the joy of missing out, feeling content with staying in and disconnecting as a form of self-care. For those of you that are suffering, and I say suffering because you really are. You don't think you are, but you are. Long term, you're suffering. If you're suffering from this FOMO, this constant nagging that you think you have to be everywhere and be all things to all people, it's not good for you. You need to get a little JOMO in your life. And for those of you who are missing out on purpose, because you've allowed life to whack you upside the head, you became like I was for many years where you didn't really go places unless someone dragged you out because you were depressed, because you lived with shame and guilt and all of that. This is why you really got to do some work. This is why I created the nine actions. It's why I guide people into implementing these actions into their life because whatever you've been through or wherever you sit today, it doesn't have to be permanent. Life can get better even if you still have some storms surrounding you. And as I talked about in the last podcast, life has ups and downs anyway. So you're always going to have storms and challenges and things like that. But don't isolate yourself. Don't become like the old woman in the cave. It's time for all of us to get a lot more balance in our lives. And I thought this message was super timely because we're heading into a couple of very busy days and then continuing into new years. I really want to encourage you, my friends, to make a commitment that 2019 is going to be an awesome year no matter what. And I'm going to talk more about that on my next podcast episode. So if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, be sure to do so so you don't miss any episodes. You can find this on iTunes and all sorts of other platforms that have podcasting. So just get engaged. I really appreciate it when you like and share and even comment on these podcasts And be sure to go to ValerieSilvera.com and and get connected with me in bigger ways. I've got a mailing list and and I send out messages every week that are very encouraging. And you find out about new stuff we have happening, live events and things like that. So be sure to go to ValerieSilvera.com and get on my email list and check out my tools and resources. Let's link arms. Let's make sure that rather than running around like chickens with our heads cut off, that we start to get focused On what it is you want in this life how you want things to change for you let's get you on that path to making those hopes and dreams come true okay my friends i am so glad you joined me today and i cannot wait to come and Meet with you again next week on the next podcast episode, Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. You are not alone. I am standing with you, and I just want you to go out there and have an awesome day. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you.